This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 238, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I speak to Boom Boom Cannon. Yes, he is back and conversations are back because that's what rock and roll English is all about, isn't it? Conversations between real friends. I actually think friendship is a huge, huge part of rock and roll English. This wasn't my intention at the beginning, but this seems to have happened. And it's obviously a wonderful thing. And even better is that it exists in the Rock and Roll English family as well, which will be opening soon. So yes, I speak to Boom Boom Cannon about sharing toothbrushes, holding other people's babies, declining invitations to parties and lots more. But before we start, just a quick thing. Make sure you join my email list, okay? So to do that, just go to rockandrollenglish.com and click the big button there because from today, I am going to start sending you a PDF podcast summary with all of the vocab and maybe some other bits and also today i am going to send you a advanced english grammar test okay rock and roll grammar just because i've got an idea and i want to see how good you are with advanced english grammar remember not english grammar advanced english grammar so anyway here is the conversation i will talk to you again at the end, obviously, where we talk about the vocabulary. I forgot to highlight some again during the episode. So make sure you tune in to that. So enjoy the conversation and happy listening. Boom, boom, cannon. How are you today? I'm good, Martin. How are you? Always fantastic. Boom, boom. Always fantastic. We haven't actually spoken since um, England lost that final. This is the first podcast we've recorded since then. Um, but we also did just have like a one hour kind of analysis of that, didn't we? We did. Yeah. So we haven't spoken apart from the <laughs> hour and a half, actually, that we just spent mostly talking about the final. So, yeah. Well, it wasn't yeah. worth recording. The conversation was too sad. <laughs> OK. And that's also why we didn't record uh, after the final. So moving on to today's show. Um, it's been a long time. Boom, boom. But how do we usually start the show? With a review, as I as I recall. Oh, yeah. Do you think we have a review today? Yeah, surely. Yeah, you're very confident there and correct. So this is from uh, Tertzio, and this is a five-star iTunes review. And I think she also put it on Facebook. Um, and it says, I have been listening to your podcast for a few months, and I tell you it's totally addictive. Thank you, Martin, first of all, for your hard work, dedication, and enthusiasm for teaching English through your podcasts. Your teaching is very professional, and I love your unique approach to making English truly effective and exceedingly entertaining at the same time. Being a non-native English teacher myself, I have searched for, checked and tried a lot of sources for my personal language development and also to collect ideas for teaching and none of them come anywhere near R&R English. You provide authentic everyday English and fun and with intros and recaps you highlight the specific vocab and language to focus and learn in context. Your conversations and stories are not stilted or feigned. Some lovely vocabulary there. But natural, hilarious 
hilariously funny, lifelike, and sometimes even heartwarming and instructive. So Martin, your podcasts are unique not only because of the language learning process that guides us listeners, but through your personality, sense of humour, and of course, thanks to your amazing friends, Prince Charming Mm. Boom Boom Cannon. What do you think of that, Boom Boom? Prince Charming. (laughs) Wow, that's that's a pretty good one, isn't it? Is that good? a nickname we can uh, we can stick with? <laughs> that's not sticking. That is absolutely <laughs> not sticking. Um, but the list goes on: hard rock and roller, Hellraiser, lunchtime regular, Corporal Coma with all-time irregular pronunciation, Radiant Clarification, Charlie, lively substitute, Sabrina, and last but not least, my all-time favourite freelance human being, Dan the Man. Thank you all. So thank you very much for that, Dirty uh, unbelievable review um you didn't get the all-time favorite boom boom but you did get prince charming so not bad hey just happy to uh, get a mention yeah really i mean a pretty good mention as well prince charming yeah yeah you, you can't grumble at that can you so when not I say you can't grumble you 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 can't complain about that um so on to today's show boom boom so I thought long and hard about what we could talk about. And I've had a few situations recently and I kind of, I don't know why, but thought about you in these situations, Mm. okay? Um, And the idea is saying no, okay? Because I know you, like me, have a lot of difficulty saying this very simple word, okay? So Mm. I thought we could talk about this and then look at some situations and see maybe what we could say in those situations, okay? Sure. Yeah, sounds good. Um, okay, so I've done my five minutes research and it mentions how this <laughs> this word is only two letters, but just feels so awkward for some of us. Okay, um, apparently some psychologist called Dr. Vanessa, I'm not going to try and pronounce her surname, said um, many people agree to things, even things they would prefer not to do, simply to avoid the considerable discomfort of saying no. Um, it, do you agree with that? Boom, boom. Oh, definitely. For sure. <laughs> That's your whole life, isn't it? Boom, boom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty much everything I do is because I've just not had the courage to say no to it. <laughs> um, I am absolutely the same. Um, it also says um, it's also possible that you say yes because you deeply want to help. And I immediately thought that's definitely not true. I don't want to help anyone. I just feel so uncomfortable saying no. So, uh, I mean... Really, this explains why I'm even sort of here doing this podcast with you is because <laughs> you, you asked me and uh, I just didn't really know how to say no. And here I am. Well, most people would be, I suppose, offended by that. But, you know, I, I love the honesty, boom, boom. Um, and I'm also glad that you're suffering and you are here with me. Um, but something, so it says that we can be basically to um, avoid this is to be assertive. So to kind of be strong. Okay. Um, now, this is something I struggle with a lot. What about you, Boom Boom? Yeah, being assertive. Uh, I think, you know, it's a fine line between assertive and rude, isn't it? So mm. I don't like going near that line, Boom Boom. I like yeah. to stay a long distance <laughs> from that line. <laughs> exactly. So if there's any danger that I'm going to come across as rude, then uh, generally I... Uh, I avoid being assertive unless maybe I've had a couple of beers. That helps. <laughs> oh, oh, and then you'll start punching people. You've got no exactly. problems, boom, boom. <laughs> then I really assert myself. Yeah, I, I remember not to ask you if you want to do a podcast after you've had a few beers because I could end up with another broken nose. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me. I just want to clarify. That. 
Yeah, lots of people have broken my nose, but Boom Boom <laughs> I'm not is one not of one of them. <laughs> boom Boom was giving me a, crawl to, a shoulder to cry on, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I've got an example of this, actually. So um, before, obviously, I got married last year, the caterers, the people that were providing the food, um, invited us to a kind of tasting session of the menu. Um, and the sort of tradition here in Sicily is that they only let you taste the fish part of the menu right and we had quite a few people come in that didn't want to eat fish so i very kindly asked him in a whatsapp message i said is it possible to try the meat stuff as well because we've got a lot of people that don't eat fish and will be eating meat and he simply responded no um so i mean have you ever responded like that boom boom I don't think I don't think I could. <laughs> it's, like, sim- simply with a one word no. I, exactly. Yeah. Just a straight a straight off no of just like you know, not even to come up with an excuse or anything like that, just quite simply no. Um but that is being assertive. Um I actually once bought a book about how to be <laughs> assertive, right? <laughs> uh because you know, I I always assess my strengths and weaknesses boom boom. Good. And yeah. So, and I thought being assertive is definitely a weakness. So I bought a book, um, and I think I got to about page three, and then even then, even just reading it, I was feeling uncomfortable. So, since then, I've literally done nothing with it. Yeah, hard to uh, like when you're in that situation with a, with a question put to you that you want to say no to, like bringing the book out to uh, <laughs> just, so, just oh, wait a second. Here? Yeah, <laughs> just need to check chapter twelve. Yeah, just, just hold on for one second. I'll just refer to my book. Just carry it around with me all the time, like my Bible of how to be assertive. Um, okay, so now I've got a few sort of scenarios, um, some of which have happened to me recently. And we can look at maybe things of like how to get out of them. So how to avoid doing them. Um, the first and the most common one, I suppose, is an invitation, maybe a party invitation. Um, and one of the excuses it said that you can come up with is, let me check my calendar and get back to you. What do you think about that one, Boom Boom? I think I I think that's just a no, isn't it? If someone <laughs> uh, someone kind of responds in that way, I would just take that as a no anyway. So it's uh, maybe it's maybe quite a good way of kind of like staging the no, like in two phases, preparing someone for a no. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to um, check. I'm going to check my calendar. They think, oh, this is going to be a no, and then oh yeah, I've. I've checked it and now it's confirmed that it's a no. Well, I'm not coming. I mean, my sort of analysis of this, I mean, and this was on a website. This was actually on a learning English website. Of like, this is what you should say um, mm. when you want to say no. And this is just what made me think of people just write so much bollocks because that's such a, such a weak excuse. I mean, first of all, how long does it take to check the calendar? If I send you a message, like, check the calendar in the meantime... And then you reply, first of all. And second, you're just delaying it, aren't you? You're just making it even more awkward for when you finally do say no. Yeah, yeah. It's um, just say no if, you, if you're saying a check in the calendar. I've got a friend actually who um, sometimes asks me uh, if we're doing things here where he'll lead with like, are you free on the, you know, whatever it is, before saying what it is that he's actually <laughs> going to suggest. Um and I like the guy, like we, you know, we're friends. So sometimes I do want to do the things, but I kind of want to know what it is before I tell you I'm free so that I can then use maybe the fact I've got something else Definitely. as an excuse. Yeah. Um, 
So that's that's a clever way of actually trying to get someone to do something before, uh, yeah. I like removing it. those excuses. Yeah, yeah that th- that is a good one. Um, yeah, very good because yeah, you're setting them up there. But um, another one here is um, another excuse is oh that sounds lovely, but I won't be able to make it. Have a great time. What are your thoughts on this one? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's 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 nicer than just saying no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's certainly nicer than the guy that just sent that message. No, but I'm not comfortable. I feel if I say no to someone, I have to make up a, like a, a valid excuse. I can't just say that's great, but I can't come. I've, I always feel the need to say like I can't come because it's like my brother's wedding or something like that. But I mean, my brother must have got married a few times now um for for the things i've said no to but i always have to make a reason what about you yeah definitely i I was thinking about this recently with like when there was a potential to do uh to do some socializing and really i just thought you know what i'd i'd just rather stay in tonight but you can't say i'm just staying in yeah that's that's sort of just not acceptable is it no you just look like such a dickhead if someone Mm. says do you want to come out for a beer and you say (laughs) you know what, I just want to sit at home and read a book. Like, you just think, what a dickhead. Yeah. Um, I remember one of our friends was very much like that when we were sort of 18. Mm. And yeah, the... I know who you mean. Yeah, and the amount of times (laughs) I... Let's say I wasn't particularly nice to him with the things I said when he told me he wanted to stay in and read a book. But, I mean, my attitude has changed a bit now. Now I would respect that. But yeah, you you can't though. You can't. What do you think is acceptable in that situation? Like, is not really in the mood is that acceptable <laughs> you still look like a dickhead mm. if you say I'm, I'm not really i'm not really in the mood to talk to you um it's it, it's a tough one you just need your brother to get married or something um which which helps yeah. um and the the last one which again this was on a website so like teaching people to to use this and i'm worried people actually do so like i said you've been invited to a party and it says just to respond sorry can i take a rain check so to take a rain check means like basically to Mm. say no so basically that's just saying sorry can i just not i like no reason just sorry can i just not speak to you yeah rain check sort of implies that you might want to do it again in the future but without providing the reason why you you don't want to do it then and then like then and there it's uh you're really just saying no i don't don't want to do that yeah so so yeah it's it's a tough one but um so another one here is when someone asks you like do you like my um i'm not going to do the classic of when a woman says does my bum look big in this because i don't think anyone's ever actually said that to me but if someone says to you like do you like my jacket do you like my jeans what can you do there if you want to say no how can you do it i mean i think I think you would say to me, no, if you didn't like what I was wearing. I can I can imagine that quite clearly. Well, this is actually... But then, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're close, you know, so you can say that. That was exactly my point. Exactly my point. You have to be close to someone to to say no in that, in that uh, moment, because otherwise you, you have to say yes. Um, because it, obviously if you're making negative comments about someone's appearance which actually happened to me I went to a few weddings recently obviously I had my suit that I got married in last year and I wanted to like reuse that but hadn't really considered the, like the point that obviously in that time 
well now have a child and we've been maybe not eating as well been doing less exercise and i didn't realize that i've got a bit of like a, a pot belly Have you? which is a nice term like just a, a little bit of a stomach you know nothing nothing crazy but um so when i was at this wedding i would say five people who i'm not close with at all said to me oh you've got a bit of a stomach there haven't you and wow i couldn't believe it i i wanted to say like look at the state of you like you're you're like <laughs> actually like five times bigger than me look at the state of you you're an embarrassment <laughs> outrageous but you didn't go for that option no oh, of course no. i've got a bit in my head i did but uh really i just sort of went hmm yeah i have got a bit of a belly haven't i and my shirt is kind of like the buttons ass kind of stretching a bit which last year this was my nice sort of like skin tight shirt which i thought looked really cool and now i didn't realize i have got a bit of a stomach and it, it doesn't look so cool now mm. but um but yeah the the thought of saying to someone that you you like you're not that close with like oof, like you're a bit fat you look a bit <laughs> shit <laughs> no no way there's no way i'm doing that positive yeah. positive feedback only it, it, exactly if you've got nothing mm. nice to say don't say anything at all mm. um but so this this is the thing that actually made me think of you actually i don't know why an incident that happened to me quite recently of someone that again i'm not particularly close to it was a kind of like gathering so like a small kind of party um and this person turned up um and his baby was there it was similar age to to mine and immediately said to me, um, do you want to hold him? <laughs> what can you do, boom, boom? <laughs> you, you have to say yes, don't you? you have to, not only yes, but oh, I'd love to. That's exactly what mm. I said. Uh, I certainly didn't say, you know what, can I just take a rain check? Uh, <laughs> that sounds <we'll>... <laughs> lovely. But on this occasion, no. I wanted to say, look, I've, I hold what well, I've got a baby i hold quite a lot at the moment and you know i know babies can be sick on you and stuff like i really do not want to hold your baby but uh but yeah of course i was like yeah definitely like can't wait because I, I think in in his mind he was thinking like when i see martin he's gonna be like i can't wait to hold this baby when in reality it was the complete <laughs> opposite uh, but, but yeah i was thinking of maybe saying like babies don't like me which generally is true i don't even not sure how much my baby likes me either mm. but uh again and, I mean, you now don't also don't have the excuse of always oh, sort of you can't trust me i don't really know how to hold a baby because <laughs> you've you've got the experience now so i've at least yeah. still got that i can say oh i don't know it's a bit risky yeah but but again, the thought, going back to the other one of people saying, like, you've got a bit of a belly, the thought of just saying to someone, you don't really know, do you want to hold my baby? Mm. <laughs> like, there's nothing they can do. They have to say yes, don't they? They can't say, eh, not really, I'm not really bothered about you or your child. Like, you, you have to say yes. Mm. I'll, just, I'll just look from here. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks great. Yeah. Uh, you, you look like you're doing a great job. So <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to ruin that. Um but um, the next one's, I think, quite interesting. Now, I think this would be no in most situations. Let's say someone asks to use your toothbrush, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, I think, you know, you're always going to say no because if you're in that situation, that person's in your house, you must be quite close. But what about if it's your other half? So your other half is 
a not so formal way, let's say, of referring to your boyfriend or girlfriend. So Mrs. Boom Boom says to you, Boom Boom, can I use your toothbrush? Because I think that's the only person where it can be kind of acceptable, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, mm. Yeah. What's the context? I mean, why is she not using her own toothbrush? <laughs> okay, she's just so... being weird or she's <laughs> she's lost hers or... I think like if, she, if hers is there, then <laughs> I would definitely suggest she continue to use it. She, she just thinks it. she's got like this really strange sex fetish kind of thing and right. thinks it's great. Uh, no, you're, you're traveling and um, she's lost hers like in the bags, the packing process. There's only one toothbrush. What are you going to say? I think like there'd be a moment of kind of hesitation, <laughs> which she would, she would read and interpret. And then respond with something like, you know, come on, we... Uh, Just use your finger. Your finger's all right, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she would probably mention that, you know, we obviously, you know, hygienically, uh, let's say, you know, you know what you know what I'm saying. We uh, we kiss and stuff, you know. We, you know we, we exchange we body fluids. I was going to use that phrase <laughs> and then I thought... Don't use that phrase, but you've used it for me. And then I would, uh, and then I would just probably give in because, yeah, I'm weak. And uh, (laughs) and to be fair, she's correct. We do. So, (laughs) so I'd I'd say yes, Uh, and then and then maybe maybe then buy a new toothbrush. (laughs) (laughs) Literally on your phone on Amazon immediately, order a new toothbrush while she's brushing her teeth. Next day delivery. Thank you very much. <laughs> Just fancy yeah. a new one, actually. Uh, it's a coincidence. <laughs> you uh, keep using my old one, and I, I just really wanted yeah. to. Uh, I mean, to, to be fair, I'm sure we've probably done that accidentally, anyway. Mm. So yeah, yeah. No, I'd, 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 I'd say go for it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, well, th- mm. that thing actually happened to me again quite recently. I was. Um, in the bathroom with Mrs. R&R during the moment when I was brushing my teeth, which normally, you know, you do that alone. I can't remember why. And she just said to me, uh, why are you using my toothbrush? <laughs> but the problem was because they're, they're very similar colours. And as you know, I'm colourblind and kind of can't really distinguish between them. So now we've then had to buy new ones because, uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't realise I'd probably been doing that for months. But um but yeah, good job I'm not with you, Boom Boom, because you would have just told me to fuck off. Yeah. I mean, we did live together. I'm wondering if we ever uh, <laughs> accidentally did that. If I remember, you you had quite a posh electric tooth, did toothbrush I? anyway. Yeah, that, sounds, that sounds about right. Well, yeah. so I had one of those like, like ones you get for like 50p. Um, <laughs> so I think it was quite clear there of like, you know, you had like the posh expensive one and I had like... <laughs> think like you know the real working class one working oh, yeah. class hero toothbrush. <laughs> working class toothbrush <laughs> yeah I had that sort of pretentious electric toothbrush yeah yeah yeah, yeah mm. exactly that 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 sums you up boom boom whilst yeah i'm <laughs> i'm a working class hero i suppose just using the finger exactly that i mean at times i've actually done that in the past as well and I mean, it, it has an effect yeah you know it does it though does it i mean <laughs> I don't really think there's any difference between just basically putting toothpaste in your mouth and just sort of well, just washing your mouth. I don't really know the, what the finger's okay. doing. I think You're not really getting in and getting that dirt out, are you? I think it works breath-wise. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, though, that's just toothpaste in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think rubbing your finger on your tooth is doing anything for your breath or anything like that. Um, but yeah, who knew you could talk about toothbrushes for like at least five minutes. But um, so to finish it, I suppose, um, to say goodbye, this works quite well, actually. When you say goodbye to someone, I mean, I suppose it's not saying no because they don't say, do you want to hug me or do you want to kiss me? But if mm. someone's like, you know, quite sweaty and you know you have to say goodbye with a kiss or a hug what can you do there boom boom can you say can i take a rain check you're you're a bit sweaty you're a bit wet what would you do i don't think you can't you can't take a rain check on a hug <laughs> i just um that doesn't work yeah i yeah. think you 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 have to do it mm um yeah maybe try and go for just the wave first and see if that works but once they start moving towards you and you know they're they're like leaning leaning in for it as we say (laughs) then there's nothing you can do is there except go for it and then immediately when you get out of their line of sight Mm. then try to wipe the sweat off your face that's the only thing you can do isn't it yeah i mean i think as we've definitely discussed on here before the uh you know, ways of saying hello and goodbye to people are, are a minefield. Yeah. And I think I, in a lot of ways, sort of sweat and uh, that kind of thing's the least of my concern. It's more just, <laughs> you know, going for the going for the wrong one at the wrong moment. If we're, go- if we're both going for the same the same form of hello or goodbye, then uh, then I'll take some sweat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just just so you know, you get it right, I suppose. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. And not That's go for like... Concern. You- yeah, it's, you've gone for two kisses and they've gone for one. Yeah, I'd rather be covered in someone's piss and sweat, I think, than have that embarrassment. Have you have you had the uh, like someone going for a handshake when you've you sort of recently come out of the toilet? You've washed your hands, sure, of course, mm. but they are still wet, and you need to sort of you can't not go for the handshake. But they, do you then explain why your hands are a bit wet and that it is not it's not piss? <laughs> Again, it's highlighting that though, isn't it? Which is a problem because mm. maybe they weren't thinking about that and now they're thinking maybe that is piss. Um, I've actually as well, <laughs> another problem I've got is I do have quite gammy hands. So uh, <laughs> a lovely word there, gammy, just kind of yeah. like wet a lot. So yeah, when we get to the goodbye, I do spend a couple of like seconds before like rubbing my hand on my jeans to try and make sure. It's good good technique it's dry lots of people are probably looking at me thinking what what is he doing why is he touching like near his private parts so much but it's just so if anyone if i ever do meet anyone any of the listeners it's just i want to have a dry hand to avoid Mm. this embarrassment okay good word good word gammy yeah Um, it's been a while since i've heard gammy (laughs) (laughs) and it doesn't normally tend to be hands doesn't it you don't really have yeah gammy maybe feet actually Um, less so less so mm. so so definitely hands is the the main one it, it's i always talk about this how some words yeah they're just well they're called collocations obviously it's like okay. the word i've mentioned this before girth mm. if you talk about <laughs> even the name basically you're talking about how thick someone's penis is uh like you can't hear the word girth without associating it with a penis can you we we certainly can't <laughs> um I can't I, speak for everyone, but no. It's, I mean, it's... I honestly can't actually put it in another <laughs> sentence. Put it in another sentence for me. Boom, boom. Um, his uh, that that chap there. His his he had a girthy waist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's okay. definitely something I've never said. 
<laughs> exactly. That's what I mean. You know, as I always say, boom, it's real English here. Like you would never say I mean, someone's I, got a girthy waist. I think I maybe would use girth um, or girthy to describe something else, but only if I actually sort of wanted you, for instance, <laughs> to laugh because I made you think of a penis. <laughs> Um, exactly that's that's the point i was making it it mm. makes you think of a penis so on the idea of penises i think it's a good time to say goodbye Mm. um so thank you very much for your time as always boom i hope we've helped people to say no and um i'll speak to you soon cheers mate yeah thanks a lot take care bye bye Okay, so that was Boom Boom and me speaking about saying no. Okay, now let's look at some of this vocabulary we had. We actually had some R&R vocab in the review from Third Seal that said the stories on the podcast are not stilted or feigned. So these are two synonyms, actually, which mean kind of like insincere, I suppose. Fake, maybe. Then in the review, she referred to Boom Boom as Prince Charming. And I said to Boom Boom, you can't grumble at that, can you? A lovely term to say you can't complain about that. A term I forgot to highlight was when I said I thought long and hard about what to talk about. Now, this is obviously very simple, but a lovely term to use. You think long and hard, never hard and long. Oh, no. Just like you wouldn't say chips and fish. You say fish and chips and you say, I thought long and hard. We then spoke about being assertive to say no. So when you are assertive, you show you are confident and strong and you are not frightened or scared to say what you believe. So if you want to say no, say no. Not so easy though, is it? Boom Boom also then said something else I forgot to mention. If there's any danger that I'm going to come across as rude so this term come across in this context basically means seem so if there's any danger i'm going to seem rude to come across as rude we also then had the term take a rain check to decline an invitation but as boom boom said it does leave the impression that maybe later you will say yes so do you want to go out tonight can I take a rain check and maybe let's do it next week? But in my opinion, it is a stupid thing to say. Um, I also said that I have a pot belly, a lovely little term to say a bit of a stomach. Disproportionate as well to the rest of your body, because obviously I'm quite thin, skinny. And then there's just this little stomach, this little belly. So we call this a pot belly. We also had the term your other half when your other half uses your toothbrush, a very informal but funny way to talk about your wife, girlfriend, husband or whoever. Then when I mentioned how Boom Boom had an electronic toothbrush, he said, did I? That sounds about right. Again, simple to understand, but a lovely term. Yeah, that sounds about right. Boom Boom then described his toothbrush as pretentious. So when you are pretentious, it's when You want to seem more intelligent, more important than you are, let's say. So he was using this electronic toothbrush just to seem really cool. Whilst, as I said, I was using a working class toothbrush. We had the term lean in for a kiss. I think this is quite obvious as well. When you lean in for a kiss, it's when you move in. We also had the word gammy, okay, when I said I have gammy hands. So usually this word actually means when something of your body doesn't work well, like a gammy arm, something like with your arm isn't working right. It's very informal, not a particularly nice 
nice thing to say, but with hands, it is quite funny. And we especially use it when your hands are a bit wet, when they sweat unnecessarily. You have gammy hands. There's something wrong with your hands. But as I said, if I ever shake your hands, I will dry my hand. Now, remember, all of this is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com, episode 238. And remember to join the email list for news about the R&R English family and also a summary of today's podcast and an advanced English grammar test. Thank you all for listening. I will see you soon. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.